Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossman and Bill Petrie, your weekly show focused on the topsy-turvy world of promotional products, branding, advertising, and marketing. As always, Unscripted is brought to you by the good people at Promo Corner's Identity Marketing, the leading online industry magazine chock full of content and thought-provoking articles. You can visit them online at promocorner.com backslash identity dash marketing. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. Welcome to yet another edition of Unscripted with my old pal, Kirby Hossaman. <laughs> Thanks, man. This has been amazingly fun. More fun than I thought, to be honest with you. I didn't think talking with you on a regular basis would be this much fun. You know, a lot of people who, once they get to know me, have the same opinion. Uh, somehow I've turned you around, but other people, they just they just hold on to it. No, this has been a blast. And, and I have to say something that you and I did talk about very briefly off uh, off microphone or off uh, broadcast is we are absolutely thrilled yeah. with the amount of engagement we've had. So thank you to the uh, six of you who are listening uh, <laughs> for engaging us uh, consistently and giving us feedback. We really love it, and we're glad uh, that some of you guys are really enjoying the uh, the show. Yeah, and we uh, the, the response has been, as you said, really positive, really overwhelming and surprising, and so absolutely keep it coming honestly because not only on the individual topics but gosh if you have uh, ideas for us to tackle those are fun for us too so bring that as well absolutely all right kirby i've got something on my mind yes you don't even have to ask me today so i wrote a blog post that went out on monday on on my website brandovatemarketing.com backslash blog yes sir. and uh it was about Titles. <laughs> I saw Job that. titles. Yeah, okay. they're really good so, ones. Made me smile. Yeah, there were some really interesting ones. So I went to a marketing event here in Nashville where I live a couple weeks ago. And, you know, there's the traditional exchanging of business cards. And, and I glance at them like everybody else does. But some of the titles were so pretentious. <laughs> it just made me laugh so hard. I, I, I got the three I remember getting. I got a an SEO ninja, an actual ninja for search engine optimization. Um, shocking because usually a ninja you can't see and they weren't wearing like black uh, pajamas or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's almost the opposite but, of what a ninja would be. Yes, I get it. Right, right. Trust me, in the very loud jacket this gentleman was wearing – that's not a ninja. So, so there and there was a go-to market disruptor. Oh yeah. And then my, my yeah my favorite one though, the customer acquisition commander. I half expected James T. Kirk from the Starship <laughs> Enterprise to be telling me how to acquire new customers. Acquire where new the customers. yeah where the hell do these titles come from? <laughs> they are dude. I, I love that blog post. It, my, it, honestly, my personal favorite that you had in the blog post was shaman. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, was, the analytics, the analytics shaman, dude. That that's hysterical. I, you know, it's um, where do they come from? They come from the combination of creativity and insecurity. Um, because your point in the blog, it was exactly right. Is if you have to tell somebody you're a disruptor, you're not, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, it, it's like anything else. If I have to tell you I'm cool, trust me. I'm not that cool, right? I mean, it's just, you know, the Fonz never had to tell anyone he was cool. People yeah. knew the Fonz was cool. And by the way, just referencing a TV show that's about 40 years old and saying <laughs> the word the Fonz 
might make me the least cool person in the entire world of podcasting. Yeah, that's that's funny. Well, okay, so let me let me I'll, I'll give you a pushback. How about that? Is that all right? Fine. You can do whatever you want. This yeah. is your yeah. your dime, your dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I I can hear the, the the feedback now. Hey, we're you know we're in a creative business. Marketing is a creative business. We want to stand out, and we want to stand out in any way we can by showing our creativity, right? As a matter of fact, right. I think I've heard you say, "Don't say you're creative; show you're creative." And so, right. if you if you say if you you're right, just to add on that, I believe that most distributors in our industry who go to market as a differentiator using the word creative, that's useless. That's like me saying, hire me because I'm awesome. Awesome <laughs> in relation to what? Creative in relation to what? So creativity really doesn't have any meaning unless you can back it up with something real and substantive. So please, continue continue trying to argue against me. <laughs> and by the way, I'm not sure I even buy this, but I'm just saying like one of the ways you show it, right, is how you show up in the marketplace. And so maybe right. – Maybe in in the the mind of and I think you know to your point I'm actually going to circle back on my own but to your point if everybody at this meeting has a stupid creative title then you're not standing out you are uh, right it, so that's I guess I thought it was really funny um, the the blog post was it made me smile and it was a really good point in the sense that look we need to show up different to our clients. Not so much on our business cards. I'm all for creative titles. Yeah, you know one of, one of the great things um, a distributor I used to work with a long time ago, uh, back when I worked with with a large distributor, mm -hmm. she had several business cards, mm -hmm. and depending on the type of client she was working with, that's the business card she would use. Mm -hmm. So when she was working in the healthcare industry, she was a medical marketing specialist. Yeah. When she was working in the with several of her insurance clients, she was an insurance marketing specialist. That makes a hell of a lot of sense to me. Yeah. When you're using terms like warlock, ninja, <laughs> and commander, please get well, over yourself. Be real because in, unless you're a real Wiccan, you're not a warlock. Well, I think to your point, right? To your point, one of the things that we talk about in a lot of different ways is – so many times, whether it's through content, whether it's through our sales pitch, whether it's through whatever, we want to show up differently. But we lose sight of the fact that we need to show up differently in a way that matters to our clients. And she was showing up in a way that mattered to the client, right? The, the warlock, unless you are wanting to become a dungeon master, that not so much. And so I think that's the distinction. No, I agree. So I, I, I mean, I made my point tongue in cheek, but I'm all for the creative titles. But when it gets to a point where I'm trying to figure out if you're really a wizard or not, it's lost all effectiveness <laughs> yeah. on me. Yeah, the silliness factor probably not super important if you want people to take you seriously. No. All right, what's on your mind, Kirby? Okay, so um, on me. So I recently, and you probably saw it in the last week or so, we did. Um, my wife and I do a little piece of content called "He Said, She Said." I have seen it. I enjoy it. And uh, thank you. And so yep. this most – and the reason I bring it up, A, if you haven't seen it, feel free. But we actually – we tackled a topic that was who makes a better salesperson, a man or a woman. And honestly, I came up with the idea because I, you know, I wanted to create a little debate. I wanted to be a little bit controversial. But it was funny because the day it was going to come out, I remember sitting in my home office going, oh my god, am I about to offend half the industry like, am I, I going to come off as a misogynist? Am I going to? And so, <laughs> hopefully, I didn't. Uh, but you know, it was a lot of it was supposed to be tongue in cheek and just kind of 
create engagement. But the question I guess I have and the thing that kind of um, rung true in my mind was there are times we create content and we're like, oh my God, have I pushed it too far? Have you have you right. ever had that? Uh, I do it all the time. Okay. I, I, you know, my, my journey in uh, entrepreneurship and in, in running my own little company – uh, it's been a complete exercise in that almost on a weekly basis. Mm. Um, before I started Brandivate, I, I was able to write, I was able to speak my mind, but I didn't. I didn't do it, and it wasn't a, a conscious decision not to do it. But I had to absolutely make a conscious decision to do it. Mm. So throwing my thoughts out there, it's a continual. Yeah. Uh, it, to me, it's a continual thing. Now, to your uh, point on on. Uh, the he said, she said, I, I was a little disappointed because I think you, you could have made it, you, you know, it, does a man make a better uh, salesperson or a woman make a better salesperson? I think you left out transgenders. I think you left out, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I think it's a, that was a mistake. You did. Yeah, you that did. was a mistake. You're right. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But it, it, it's an interesting topic yeah. to to do. And it's, it's, it's one of those back corner things. You know, and it really, if you really want to get deep into it and, and take, you know, now I'm going to suck the fun out of the podcast. <laughs> Here, hold on. Here, go. There it goes. Fun's gone. No more fun in the podcast because Great. Bill's getting serious. Um, it, it does go to a deeper thing. You know, there are people who will not hire specific people because they feel that that person's not going to be aggressive enough just because of their gender or that person's not sensitive enough because of their gender. And that's a problem. You know, that's a societal issue, and that's something we're not going to solve today. Probably in episode eight or nine, we'll probably fix <laughs> yeah, that we'll, one. we'll nail uh, it then. <laughs> but, but, you know... It, it's an interesting point you bring up, but you, you do have to throw yourself out there. So I, I come, I'm circling back to the question you asked. You do have to throw yourself out there. I have gotten more back by throwing myself out there and, and letting my uh, thoughts go out there 100% than I ever could have hoped for. Have I offended some people along the way? I'm sure I have. Have I alienated people along the way? I, I'm sure I have. But I really view it, you know, it's like I'm sure you tell your employees the same thing. If you're not making mistakes, you're not working hard enough. Yeah. And so if I'm not causing people to at least think once in a while and maybe disagree with me and challenge the way I think, then I'm not doing the, the industry any service by throwing out a blog every, every few days. Yeah, no, that's a good so point. That, that's my, my point in doing it. So uh, I think it's good that you had that discussion. I think I told you before, though, I really would it would have been really interesting had Amy, your lovely bride, taken the stance of men make the better salespeople right. and you taken the stance of women make the better salespeople. And I want to know why you didn't do that. No, it's funny because we thought about that. And um, it, and the funny thing is, is I always – the the things that Amy does well, it was ironic because we talked about like she's a better listener than I am. Like I am more aggressive. Like the, essentially what we did – is we really mirrored what our strengths are, right? And so right. Um, I actually look at her stuff and I'm like, oh man, I need to be better at that, right? Um, but mm -hmm. one of the reasons we didn't do it that way is I felt like that would be the safe way. I actually felt like the safe way would be, because then nobody can be mad at me, right? Because I said that, right. that women are better. And I wanted it to be a little bit more edgy and I felt like it was edgier if the guy said that guys are better salespeople. I didn't want it to be misogynistic, but I did want it to be, look, this is, this is what we're better at. 
and I wanted it to engage a bit of a debate. Um, and so that's why we did it that way. Personally, I did not think it was misogynistic in any way, shape, or form. Uh, just like you and I, you could say, does Bill make a better salesperson or does Kirby make a better salesperson? And it would be I, I, you know, a similar conversation. We have different strengths, different weaknesses, although many people think you and I are one and the same person. We're not. Um, so I, I thought you guys handled it the best way you could in terms of having that type of a conversation. And I think it's good. I think it's cool that uh, you're doing that, quite frankly. Cool. And that can also be, that can also be seen on Promo Corner Identity Marketing's Promo Corner. That's correct. Same 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 bat channel. So yes, sir. Uh, so you're up. What's next? I have no idea. So I, I have nothing prepared. Okay. Usually I have a couple of things on a piece of paper. All right. Let me, so let, me let me throw something. Let me throw something. Oh, yeah, else go Because I actually this is something that you've talked you and I've talked about uh, in the past. Um, okay. Favorite when you're when you're in your office. Right, uh -huh. you're in the office uh -huh. and you are trying to get some work done. You're blocking out email. You're blocking out phone. What's your go-to music? Don't say Van Halen. Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the truth. The truth is, as much as I love the mighty Van Halen, which is the greatest American rock and roll band, you can look it up, and I will verify it in any way, shape, and form. But the fact is, Kirby, when I'm really trying to work on something and I really want to concentrate, I turn it on channel 76 on Sirius XM and listen to classical music. I find that it stimulates uh, my uh, cerebral cortex to a point where I get really focused. If I'm just spitting out emails or doing something that doesn't require deep concentration or thought, I have probably about 9,000 songs on my iPhone, you know, through, you know, that, that I've saved or on my iPod. And I just have it on a couple different mixes. So I have a, I have a hard rock mix. I have a country mix. I have, uh, you know, just about anything. I have very eclectic tastes. So it will go from Neil Diamond's September Morn to nice. uh, Master of Puppets by Metallica to Sunshine on My Shoulders by John Denver to, uh, uh, you know, a sinner's prayer by my friend Glenn Templeton. So it'll go all over the place. I like it. What about you? You know, I, I, I clearly I think it speaks to the simplicity of my mind. Um, I cannot listen to anything with words. Um, and I know that sounds stupid. I'd rather be in silence if I'm trying to do anything that requires any attention. If I'm doing manual labor, I'm with you. I'm very eclectic. I'm all over the map. But if I'm trying to do any kind of work, um, some sort of instrumental. Um, actually just found on Pandora, there's a classical for studying that I really like. Um, and so, and it plays everything from, you know, Beethoven, Tchaikovsky right. to, um, contemporary stuff, but in classical form. And so, cause if there's words, all of a sudden I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be typing an email and it'll have Megan Trainer's lyrics in it. So I can't, um, <laughs> I can't do that, it. That Kirby, if you mention, mention Megan Trainer again on this podcast, it's over. If, if uh, I, I was you, I'd want to be me you. too. <laughs> okay, I have a question though. So I'm super. I'm not. I, I'm adapt. I'm an adapter of new technology, but I'm really old school when it comes to music. I struggle with streaming, mm -hmm. so I don't have Pandora. And I don't use Spotify. I do use Apple Music, but even when I I have a song I like, I still download it to my phone. Okay, I like owning the music or having the music. What am I missing out on? Should, should I should I should I get off my lawn and actually get a streaming service? Uh, you know, I, I guess my thing about it is, 
is I've just played around with it. First of all, I love Sirius, and so I'm with you on me that. Too. Yeah. Um, but Pandora, honestly, I've just played around with it. And so for me, because I don't have 9,000 songs on my phone, um, I can pick different channels based on the different moods I'm in. I might have Zach Brown as a channel. But sure. like I said, I came across this classical. I wouldn't have any of that on my phone. I just wouldn't. Right. And so see, that's why. Yeah, see, see, I'm all music all the time. When I travel, and I travel a lot, you know that. Yeah. They, I, I cannot remember the last time in a hotel room where I turned on the TV. Yeah. I travel with it. I have traveled with a speaker, and the second I get in there, the music's on. Nice. I go to sleep with music. I just do not, and it's not because of some big moral high ground I'm standing on that I'm too good for TV. I just generally don't watch that much TV. I'd rather listen to music and discover yeah. new music. So, no, uh, good question. Good question. Cool. Um, I think we're are we are we at twenty minutes? We're we're about sixteen, so I want to ask. One oh, well, let's more, keep going. Yeah, then. one more question for you, and then if you have anything else, bring it. But um, I, I might have something else, so you okay. go ahead. So, favorite vacation reading? I know it's vacation season. So, what kind of what's your favorite reading? Are you a personal development guy? Are you a fiction guy? What what do you like to read? When I'm traveling, I like personal development. Um, when I'm on a plane or something like that, for example, um, I'm having to, I'm moving my microphone. This is live people turning around. So right now the book I'm reading is for business is a book called hug your haters, mm, great book. How, how to embrace complaints and keep your customers by Jay bear. And it's a really interesting read. Uh, our good friend, Danny Rosen was kind enough to send me an autographed copy of it. I'm really, really enjoying it. Now, when it comes to reading on the beach, first of all, th this is where people are going to scream at me. I don't like the beach. Um, <laughs> I don't. I like. I like the idea of the beach more than I like the beach. Okay. So you like put me wife. in a swim. Yeah, you put me in a swimming pool where I can overlook the ocean. I'm the happiest guy in the world. You put me on the sand, and I'm not so happy. <laughs> but if I'm if I'm reading on the beach, what I like, I like something a little lighter. Yeah. So I like a lot of what uh, Chuck Klosterman, if you're familiar with Chuck Klosterman, yeah. writes. Really fun. Just He's a, a good thinker, mm -hmm. uh, but very light. So the book I'm reading right now is called uh, Killing Yourself to Live. Nice. Which is, yeah, which is uh, really uh, an interesting take on, on life. So things like that. Well, what about you? I know because you, you're a much more voracious reader than I could ever hope to be. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. But, uh, well, I do. It's, uh, I, I am a big personal development guy. You know the drill. I read 50 books in 2015. And I'm on the, you know, my goal I set for myself was 25 books this year. Um, but I'll go through that pretty quickly. Um, so, I'm taking a couple books with me, um, and one of them is <laughs> Money, Master of the Game by Tony Robbins, which is the opposite of any kind of light reading. It's like a textbook. Wow, we, we, we wear a headset and stroll around the beach <laughs> and walk on coals as you read that? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a really hot beach. And, awesome. And uh, then I actually got um, – so I love Lee Child. I don't know if you're familiar with him. You know, I'm not. Yeah, Lee – so it, you, Tom Cruise played Jack Reacher – in a, a movie lat, like last year or the year before and there's a new one coming out that right. that movie's based on lee child's books and they're okay. amazing um right. and for whatever reason i love books with uh badass guys who take care of you know take out bad guys and so lee child and jack reacher are all about that so those are some fun ones 
Sounds very angry, Kirby. Yeah, I know. It's, anger it's where I build it out, right? <laughs> Do you have anger issues, Kirby, that we all need to be aware of? Like when we see you walking the PPA Expo in January, do we need to like not make eye contact with you for fear of you kung fuing them like Chuck Norris? No, I take I take it all out with my Lee Child reading, apparently. Okay. All right. <laughs> cool. if, if that's what you say. Um so I actually don't have a whole lot today. I'm oh, sorry. Usually no. I have a couple more things, but no, I think we're, we're at our, I think we're at 20 minutes, which we, we promised to keep it. It's a it's a bite-sized morsel of uh, a look into Kirby and I chatting. So, again, thanks for joining us this uh, week on Unscripted. Kirby, I hope you have a great rest of the week. You as well, man. I'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week for Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. As always, Unscripted is brought to you by Promo Corner's Identity Marketing. You can visit them online at promocorner.com backslash identity dash marketing. <laughs>